just like to reiterate the words of Father Drew and saying Happy Mother's Day to all mothers out there. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Uh, I won't speak in my homily much about Mother's Day, but just know that Father Drew and Deacon Brian and I will be putting out a video uh, honoring mothers a little bit later this afternoon, so you can be looking for that. I'm sure it will be uh, delightful. What I do desire to speak about today is a memo that came from the Diocese of Salina on Friday, a memo that basically stated our summer youth programs, whether it be the catechetical program of Totus Tuus or the Prayer and Action Summer Missions, that these things had been canceled. They weren't going to take place this year. And I know that hearts were broken at that announcement. It's something that people have looked forward to all year. Uh, the workers who are going to work it, I know, are especially brokenhearted. Many college students, nearly 20 of them, who are now out of work for the summer. They've been gearing up for this. They've been speaking with each other. They've been even planning and now wiped off the table. It's as if their path, some would say, their, their path to God has been disrupted. These, these programs, Totus Tuus, Prayer in Action, many others like them, are for so many people a path to the faith. And it's as if that path now is gone. Earlier this week, we said goodbye to some of our focused missionaries here at Kansas State. Steffi and Jordan had both left on Tuesday morning. Goodbye to Manhattan. Steffi will come back. Jordan Gardenhire, who had been with us for three years, is now moving to Texas and will no longer be with us here at K-State. Jackson Fox had left last weekend. Jackson, too, will be returning to K-State. Praise God. But soon, Kelly Gilbo and Peter Manfrey our last two focused missionaries who are still here on campus, they will be leaving, and when they leave, they also will be leaving for good, saying goodbye to K-State. Kelly will be finding a job, and Peter will become a focused missionary on another campus. I'm not sure if it's public where he's going or not, but let's just say he will continue to be a wildcat, just a different colored wildcat. And so we're excited for all of them, yet I bring this up because for many on our campus here at K-State, it has been people like Jordan and Kelly and Peter who they have found to be their path to the faith. Through the instructions, through the leadership of these incredible people, they have found God, you could even say. I owe my faith, some might say, to Jordan Gardenhire. I owe my faith to Kelly Gilbo. I owe the deepness of my faith to Peter Manfrey, and now they're gone. Things have changed. This time of year is also the time of year where priests will frequently announce that they are leaving their parish. Last night I had to watch my good friend, Father Jared Conradi, announce to his parish that he's leaving. And I know many people in his parish, my former parish where I grew up, St. Nicholas and Hayes, are thinking to themselves, this doesn't make sense. Father Jarrett was my path to God. He was my path to deepening my faith, all that he has done in our parish, and it's disrupted. How do we move on? How do we go forward? 
I would like to announce to you I am not leaving St. Isidore's Parish. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. You're stuck with me, people. But our paths have seemed to be disrupted. Even all the things that we'd had planned over these last seven weeks, just gone. Our paths have been disrupted, but our way is still steady. Our paths are disrupted, but the way is steady. What am I talking about? I'm talking about about today's gospel. Today's gospel where Jesus says, In John 14, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I want to say something to you that might be a little bit confusing, but then I'm going to to clarify it for you. I remember one time somebody asked this this Catholic priest, uh, how many paths are there to God? Seems like a strange question. How many paths would you say there are to God? And this holy and dedicated priest answered with these words, Well, I guess there are as many paths to God as there are humans on earth. So currently there would be about 7.5 billion different paths to God. Now, why is that confusing? Because sometimes that can be confusing where we would say, okay, but that sounds a whole lot like pluralism, a whole lot like a lot of people saying that every path leads to God. It's not what we're saying. 7.5 billion paths, but still only one way. And that way is Jesus Christ. How many distinct paths? Well, how many humans are there? How many ways? Just one. Jesus. If any of us truly reach that intimacy with the Father in heaven, it's only because Jesus was the one who led us along that path. I know that when we speak of analogies, analogies always break down in theology, but I'm going to try to do so anyway. So stick with me here. Use your imagination in the midst of this analogy. It's as if the world is a bunch of of, of one-way roads or one-way streets. You've all been on a a one-way street. And that path to heaven is exactly that. It's a, it's a one-way street. It's always heading the same direction. It's always Jesus at the heart of that path, that one-way street. But that one-way street is the largest one-way street you've ever seen, filled with mountains and, and meadows, filled with oceans and fields, cities and towns, rivers and roads. It's a, a one-way path that leads to God, that leads to the Father. But it's Jesus at the heart of it all. Guided by the Holy Spirit, they show us the way. But our path along that one-way street, it goes here and it goes there. It's turned around at times. It's disrupted. It's a little bit like the the video game uh, Super Mario Brothers. It's something that I've never played many video games. I stopped after Frogger and Donkey Kong when I was just a small, small kid. 
But I'd watch people play Super Mario Brothers and, and little Mario and Luigi. It's like they have the path, but then all of a sudden there's a pit or there's a flying turtle that hits them in the head or they slip on a banana or something like that. And there's always things happening when we think we see exactly how it's supposed to happen. I'm going to go to prayer and action in the summers. I'm going to teach totus tuus, and then I'm going to get plugged into a focused Bible study. And one after another after another, those things are taken away. Your path looks different now. But you know that's okay. The paths vary, but the way is steady. And we have to know, we have to trust that Jesus has something better in mind for us as he clears and changes our path to the Father. Jesus always knows better. That's why the words of today's gospel start like this. Jesus to his apostles, do not let your hearts be troubled. In my father's house, there are many dwelling places. And I'm going to prepare a place for you. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Do not let your hearts be troubled. I'm going to close with this. The other day I was talking with my close friend. She is a focused missionary at Oklahoma State, her name is Maggie, and I like her very much. We are close friends. And for the record, the chaplain at Oklahoma State, his name is Father Kerry Wakulich, and I don't like him at all. Uh, he, th- he, he thought it would be a good idea. He thought it would be a good idea to do an impersonation of me on the Internet. So on the Internet, he's impersonating me. And he thinks it's so funny. I don't even know what that means. So I don't like Father Carey very much. Let's just establish that. I don't like him, Father Carey. But Maggie, now we've got something. And so this close friend of mine, Maggie, we were having what you could call a regular spiritual conversation, her and I. It's something we like to do. We think it's healthy for our faith life. I don't know if I've ever told you about having regular spiritual conversations or not. If I haven't, let's talk sometime because it's so important to talk about spiritual things. And I was asking her, I said, Maggie, what should I preach about this weekend? She said, well, what's the gospel about? And I said, well, in my father's house, there are many dwelling places. And she shared with me a reflection, a reflection that she gained on a retreat called the Father's House Retreat. She could see the house in the distance. She said that she wanted to run to the house to be with the Father. But that whole time, the whole journey, she was walking with Jesus. And Jesus just kept saying, slow down, slow down, take your time. As if Jesus is saying, yeah, I know that this path is going to be so much different than you thought it was going to be. Slow down, even in the midst of these great changes. And trust me, and trust that I am the way to the Father, that I'm leading you there, and you will not go astray. Stick with me. Trust me. Let me lead you during uncertain times along the way of everlasting life.